0: This is the Bring the Light Podcast, episode number 14. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light Podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi, everyone. I want to welcome you out to the podcast today. It's been a great week and a great week of contemplation. And so, I wanted to bring you some of my thoughts and inspirations that I've had this week. The other day, I was taking my little boy to scouts and There was other little kids in the neighborhood that also needed a ride. So I went around and picked up these kids and I went and dropped them off at this house and then I was gonna run over to the craft store. When I got to the craft store, however, I just had this feeling to look to see if my phone was with me because on my phone, I have a coupon to the store. And I looked and I realized that my phone wasn't there. I got a little upset because my daughter was playing with it and she never put it back in my purse and she just left it in the kitchen. She didn't give it to me when she was done and so it was left at home. Well, I didn't want to go in and buy what I needed to buy without this coupon. So I decided that I was just going to drive home really quickly, go get my phone and then drive back and go to the craft store. I only live like a couple minutes away from this craft store. So I turn back around and I come back into our neighborhood. And as I'm approaching my house, I see a little boy who was a scout that was walking to the scout leader's house. And all of a sudden, my heart just sunk because I was asked if I could take this little boy to scouts also, and I forgot I totally spaced it and I pull over and I said, hey, I was supposed to take you to Scouts today. Jump in my car and let's take you. And so I got him to Scouts only probably about 10 minutes late. You know, when I went into the neighborhood, I was just kind of really upset with my daughter that she didn't take care of my phone after she was using it and just left it around at home and I didn't realize it. And I felt, though, that as I was driving out of the neighborhood, I wanted to just give thanks and gratitude for me leaving my phone at home. If this did not work out exactly the way that it did, this little boy would have had to walk to Scouts by himself. There was a lot of different things that I thought about with this situation, Because usually when I leave, I'm really big about making sure I grab my phone just in case if I get phone calls or text messages from my other kids or things that I'm doing. And this day, I didn't even think about it. When I got to the craft store, my very first prompting was to check to see if you had your phone. I didn't walk into the store first and then realize that it that I didn't have it. If I would have walked into the store, realized after I'd gotten my stuff that I didn't have it, I would have missed this little boy. Also, another thing is that if I would have dropped off these kids at Scouts and then came home to go grab my phone, I would have missed this boy walking because he started walking a little late to where I didn't come and pick him up. When we sit back and look at this, we realize that everything was orchestrated exactly the way that it needed to be. And so before, I was really upset with everything of how it was turning out. But in the end, I was so grateful for the way that it did turn out. How often do we sit back and just let life happen? How often do we want to control our situations? How often do we get upset when we don't have the outcome we're hoping for? Have you ever stopped to think that maybe this is exactly how it was supposed to be? I was listening to a story that came up on Facebook the other day, and it was an African-American lady who was giving a commencement speech at graduation she was preparing to enter into the army and a lady approached her and asked her if she ever thought about trying out for a beauty pageant because she thought she would be the next USA sometime. This had never been a thought process of hers, but the lady persuaded her and so she decided to try out. On the first time of trying out for her state, she failed. The second time she failed, Third time she failed, fourth time she failed, the fifth time she failed, the sixth time she failed. But on the seventh time, she won. She went on to win Miss USA, and she was the very first woman in the military to win. She went on to say that when she was younger, her mom bought her a pair of shoes. She was in the, on the track team, And she needed to have a pair of track shoes to be able to compete. She had a size five feet and her mom had bought her a size nine. And she asked her why she bought her a size nine. She said, because you'll grow into them. But when she put them on, they were way too big on her. So she got up to the line to race. And as soon as the gun went off, she took her first step and fell flat on her face. Her shoes were way too big and she needed time to grow into them. Just like her pageant, it wasn't until the seventh time until she won. But she contemplated on how it takes time to grow into the role that we are to become. How often do we just jump into something way too early without taking the time to learn our journey? How often do we beat ourselves up over not getting that job, scholarship, making that team, being the leader? It takes time. How often do we tell ourselves, be still and know that I am? I was so upset when I didn't have my phone and that the way I had planned things to work out was not working out the way that I had planned on it. But do you know who was orchestrating this plan? God was. He, need, he knew where I needed to be. He knew that the little boy needed a ride. He knew that I would forget, and so he put up safety precautions so I could help him. He gave me the feeling to go to the store first instead of realizing I didn't have my phone. He gave me the prompting before I went into the, the store to look for my phone. I drove into the neighborhood upset, but I left giving gratitude for my Heavenly Father because this was the best way for it to end up. You know, it was my choice not to put it on my calendar to, to make sure that I remember to go get this boy. And so I forgot. But God does not forget. He knows what is best for us. Can you take courage to sit back and let life play out like it needs to? We are not in the driver's seat, but we are constantly watching and learning and becoming what we were meant to be. I want you to think of a story in the scriptures in Mark. Mark 4. Christ was out speaking to the people. And afterwards, they got on a ship. And in 37, it says, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the, in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the winds ceased, and there was great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? How is that the same as be still and know that I am? When Jesus woke, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped and there was a great calm that came. The wind and the sea completely died down in awe of worship of the Creator. The whole story of Jesus sleeping in a ship while a horrendous storm brews with huge waves is a huge lesson for us. And when this storm was raging, they went to Christ to wake Him up. They only went to Christ, though, when the ship was about to capsize, when they felt like they were going to die. And if we look at it in our days right now, Do we only go to Him during crisis, when we have cancer, when we have divorce, etc.? Is this the only time that we go to God and ask for help, to ask Him to bring peace and calm into our lives? This scripture is telling us to be still and know that I am God. How do we do that? How do we be still? If we give our trust to God... And if we realize that he is the master of our ship, then these turmoils and these crises that happen in our life will die down. Just like the sea did, this life is about learning and it's about growing. If we do not experience these turmoils that are in our life, then we will not be able to learn. But if we call upon Christ always and have him help us in our lives, then we can calm these storms and know that whatever happens is for our good and our learning because he is the creator and he is the master of our life. This week, when struggles arise and you want to control the outcome, I give you a challenge to sit back and say, be still and know that I am. Where have you seen Heavenly Father orchestrate in your life? When have you not had something turn out the way that you wanted to? And then then in the end, you realized it was actually the exact way that it was supposed to be. Are we trying to run a race and we have not grown into our shoes yet? What lessons do you need to learn to become great first? How many times do you need to fall so you can learn to stand back up so you will not quit? I've talked about a little bit on the podcast before about when I was a sophomore and I tore out my knee and it was a devastating time in my life. I felt that the whole world had just defeated me, that God had defeated me, that I didn't know if I was going to be able to crawl out of, that I was faced with. But as I started to get back I started to have that drive within me, and there was something I really wanted to do. I wanted to continue on with cheer, but my doctor told me no, my therapist told me no, and my parents told me no. At this time, most people would have quit, and I probably should have quit if I was listening to all the advice from everyone. But I had a drive within me that I wanted to do something and that I wanted to cheer the next year. I was on crutches for about six months and I had a long knee brace that was over my knee that I couldn't really do much on. And I knew that tryouts were going to be coming up very quickly after I got my knee brace off. So I went to the gym and I started to work out as much as I could and I started to get my knee a little stronger. And I remember the day that I decided I was just going to try a backhand spring. I was just going to see if I could do it. And when I did, when I threw back for the backhand spring, I came back and I landed on my feet. I was shocked that I could finally do a backhand spring. If I would have judged myself if I could do a back handspring shortly after I hurt my my knee, there is no way I thought that I could be back. After everybody telling me no and telling me that this was not possible, there is no way that I thought that I could do a back handspring. But I did because of all of the hard work that I put into it. I ended up trying out for the JV team And I won. I ended up being able to be on the JV team the whole next year. And I did not have any problems with my knee. But one thing is, is that I had to work very, very hard for that. I had to have a lot of disappointments. I had to have a lot of crying. A lot of sad times in my life. A lot of times feeling like I was defeated. But it was those times that I picked myself back up so that I could focus on what my goal was. With the help of our Heavenly Father, we can look at each of these failures as learning moments, that He is helping us to be from good to become great. If I would not have had this experience happen to me, I would not have had to work so hard to get back to something, and then I would never have appreciated what I had. I never would have developed that drive to consistently move forward no matter what anyone said, no matter how much I had been beaten down. It was developing that drive that drives me to do what I do today. I will continue to fail and I will continue to rise because I am not driving my ship. I have a captain who is in charge He knows what I need and when I need it. He knows the blessings that will come to me from my challenges. And he knows that if he was to just give it to me, I would not learn what I need to learn. So I want you to ask yourself, where do you need to let go? Why do you have the fear of letting this go? Why does your life need to turn out the way that you had planned? Why do you know more than your Creator? It is time for you to sit back and let Him turn you from good to great. So this week, I want you to tell yourself often, Be still and know that I am God. Because you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.